Hello and welcome back. Back at it again for some more True Sports with Cameron Osborne here on OC Rock Radio. Hope everyone is staying safe out there and has enjoyed their week so far. It's been a hectic week for me. Uh, work schedule's kicking back up. We all probably know how that goes. Um, the World Series obviously is making me more stressed than ever, which isn't good for me or my mental health. Um, but nevertheless, when sports are on, nothing is really on my mind at all. Um, it's been a good place to relax, chill out, enjoy my life, probably just like the rest of us do. Some of us could probably relate to that as well. Um, the good news is we are almost at the weekend, which means college and the NFL football are on. Uh, the Big Ten is back to uh, back this weekend. That's going to be fun to watch. We got Ohio State playing this weekend. That's going to be fun. Um, the Ravens have made another huge trade and signing. We will get into that a bit later today. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the World Series is on. We will get to that series a bit later. Uh, Ty Lue is now the new head coach of the Clippers. I believe that's a really good signing for the Clippers. Obviously, they got rid of Doc Rivers last week. Uh, Ty Lue is a very good replacement. Gets too much hate for uh, for how he was as a coach back in Cleveland. But I, just, I still believe this man is a very, very good coach, especially for this team. Um, over the last weekend, there's a, there's a football player. His name is Derek Henry. Might have heard of him a couple times. Um, he implemented himself as an MVP candidate. Um, the Titans won 42-36 over Deshaun Watson and the Texans. Uh, Deshaun Watson really did all he could. It's not his fault. He, I mean, I mean, he was twenty-eight of thirty-seven, three thirty-five, and four TDs. So I don't know what else, you, what else you could ask for from Watson to do, but that's what he did. The defense obviously still sucks. Will always suck. Um, even though Romeo Cornell took over for the head coach, um, the defense is still, still very, very terrible. I should say. Um, Derrick Henry didn't really have that good of a day. He only ran for 212 yards on 22 carries and two tubs. That is an absolute insane stat line. He's like, he's already ran for more games over 200 yards than like damn near every quarterback or every running back in NFL history, except for like two of them. Um, he is an a freak of an athlete. He's, he's really fun to watch from the running back position. Uh, Ryan Tannehill continues his hot stretch. Um, he went for 366, four touchdowns, and threw one interception as well. Um, Tannehill continues to be a very underrated quarterback. Um, he, has a, he has a lot of good targets. He threw a touchdown to A.J. Brown with four seconds left in the game. A.J. Brown's a really another one of those really solid targets that they have. Um... This game did go into overtime, and I would like to get into the overtime rules. Um, personally, I'm not a big fan of the overtime rules. I like the college overtime rules more than I like the NFL uh, overtime. The college, you get to start it at about the uh, about the 40 or the 20 or one of the two, and you just get to – it's kind of 
whoever stops the the opposing offense wins the game, and that's what I like about it. Um, compared to the NFL, where it's more just uh, it's more just uh, whoever gets the ball first, as long as you score a touchdown, you win. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, I wish both teams had the opportunity to score. Now, this, the rule really came about and became talked about more a couple years ago when the when the Chiefs were playing the Patriots in a playoff game. Obviously, Patriots got the ball, scored on their possession in overtime, game over. Patrick Mahomes didn't get a chance to score. Um, that's that's why it's kind of unfair. Um, I believe. I don't know. I don't know how they how they should change it. I don't believe they should implement the same rules as college, but I do believe they need to change it to give uh, teams a fair fair amount to score. Um, give teams both the opportunity. Um, still over the weekend, uh, the Steelers obliterated the Browns. What's new? Another AFC North team running over the Browns. This game wasn't even close. For some reason, I decided to watch more of this game than I should have. Um, Steelers are a very legit football team. Very fun to watch. Uh, they're, I, I'm a big fan of defense, so I love watching the Steelers. Um, Devin Bush, unfortunately, blew out his ACL. He's gone for the year. That's a huge loss to that team. They're backer out of Michigan. Um, they still, they still have a lot, plenty of depth, plenty of good corners. Um, so linebackers do get in, uh, a bit more thin now, which is unfortunate, but I, I believe they'll still be able to make up for it. Um, as well, going on the Brown side of the football, I don't know whatever their issue is. Kevin Stefanski, they are 4-2 and two now, but sometimes it just looks like their offense just comes stagnant and they don't really do anything. They still don't use Odell a lot. They don't use Jarvis Landry a lot. Um, Baker Mayfield is still overrated as heck. Um, this It just kind of proves how much Nick Chubb means to this team. Um, I know they do have Kareem Hunt back there and Deandre Johnson, but Kareem Hunt does not bring that same punch that Nick Chubb brings. They're, they're more of a ground-and-pound football team, more like the Ravens and the Steelers. Um, but, yeah, no Nick Chubb. He's very huge in the passing game too, so it it's terrible to see. Well, not terrible, I guess. It's kind of fun watching the Browns lose, but <laughs> but no, nevertheless, um, Steelers now move undefeated, going into week six, week seven, I should say. Uh, the Ravens pull out a close one against the Eagles. They stopped Wentz at the uh, two yard line to win the football game. Um, Baltimore was leading very early uh, to the point where RG3 probably could have even came in and uh, and show, showed him what's up. Um, I saw him on mic'd up, and he was like, he was uh, finally about to get his chance to play for the first time in forever. And fortunately, he couldn't do that because the defense, I don't even know what, the defense just exploded, but... Uh, this season has really showed. We know how good the Ravens were last year, of course, going 14-2, and losing the first round of the Titans at the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, this season has showed uh, the changes the Ravens really needed to make. Um, they stuck their nose out there, and they got better in a matter of 
seconds in a matter of an hour. They uh, they went out and signed two, or not signed, they traded for one and signed a big-name player. Um, first one, they acquired uh, Yannick Ngakwe from the, um, from the Minnesota Vikings in exchange for a second-round pick and a fourth-round pick. And very, very, very talented pass rusher. He's already got like five sacks, two, uh, two forced fumbles this year in only five games, which is really good. He would definitely bolster this Ravens' weak outside linebacker pass rush. Um, Matt Judon isn't getting the job done, nor really is Tyus Bowser. Pernell McPhee is doing fine there. Um, they also went out and signed big-name uh, free agent wide receiver Des Bryant. Des is now going to be throwing up the X in Baltimore. They did sign him to the playoffs, uh, play, uh, not playoff squad, practice squad, um, just to get his feet wet a little bit, um, get him used back to NFL play action and play style. Um, I love this signing. Uh, coming from a Ravens fan, I've been wanting Des for a while now. I believe he fits perfectly here. If they, it finally gives Lamar Jackson. Um, a, tar- a, a big target that's at least over six foot six uh six three six four i believe is what Des is listed around so it's going to be a good res- red zone threat a uh, good target just in general very good on third down uh two very high iq um yeah it's a very good player in general gonna fit in well with that locker room that they have there um, the Indianapolis Colts have defeated the Bengals 31-27. to The Bengals were up big this game. I was I was actually very shocked to see them lose this game. Um, Joe Burrow still continues to show he's a very good uh, very good quarterback and will be one for a while now. Um, Joe Mixon and T. Higgins. That's a very good trio right there, uh, Burrow, Mixon, and T. Higgins. Um, A.J. Green obviously needs to find his way out. They franchise, franchise tagged him over the past offseason and hasn't done much um, this year at all. Uh, can't really put too much blame on him. Blame on him. Uh, John Ross requested a trade. Um, I believe T. Higgins is about to be that number one receiver. Jer- Joe Burrow seems to have tons of trust in him, which makes sense because uh, they were college teammates. So it's good to see them uh, hook up again in the NFL. Um, as for the Colts, Philip Rivers, I, I probably mentioned this last week, but Philip Rivers, um, not a very good quarterback in my opinion anymore. Um, they're still surrounded by that good offensive line, which is part of the reason why he's good, as well as Jonathan Taylor. Um, but there's still going to be a fine team from here on out. They still got a somewhat solid defense, even though it hasn't been showing up the past couple weeks. Um, still a very good football team there. Um, my favorite moment of this week in the NFL was definitely seeing uh, my favorite player in this last draft, Tua Tagovailoa. He took the field, uh, threw a couple completions, one of them for a first down. That was good to see if you're a Miami fan or even a football fan in general. Um, it's it sucks to see a guy like Brian Fitzpatrick though, uh, lose his starting job as Tua Tagovailoa is going to be starting next week, which is going to be so much fun to watch. Uh, coming from coming from the Dolphins, Fitz 
Fitzpatrick actually had a really good year so far. A lot of yards, uh, very high TDs, very low interceptions. Um, the good thing is about him and Tua is that they have a very good connection. Um, yeah, Fitz, Fitz, Fitzbeard. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how this one works out. The Dolphins are obviously still in the playoff hunt, which is uh, which many people questions why this why this move would come now, um, considering they're only. They're almost 500. I think they actually might be 500. Um, we can check that out. The Dolphins, yeah. Yeah, the Dolphins. Check this one out. I know they uh, they won last week, obviously. They obliterated the Jets. That's easier said than done. Yeah, they're playing the Rams next week. They're a 4-2 and two Rams. Um, Dolphins, yeah, 3-3, three and three, so they are 500. Um, that's going to be a fun game to watch next week as well. Um, yeah, that's that's a very fun Dolphins team to watch. I love Miles Gaskin. I love what they have on defense. Um, they have probably two of the best corners in the game, Zayvon Howard and Byron Jones. Um, no one's thrown against this team. <laughs> More than 37 million people in the U.S., including 11 million children, struggle with hunger. And as COVID-19 outbreak continues, they need your help more than ever. As the nation's largest hunger relief organization, the Feeding America Network of Food Banks is committed to serving communities, families, and children facing hunger in America. Wherever they are, you can be there for your neighbors in need by donating now at feedingamerica.org slash coronavirus, brought to you by Feeding America and Saddleback College. Now, jumping into the topic of the Big Ten returning this week to football, um, I was looking at the schedule last night, and we can't really tell how many games there's actually going to be this weekend. Um, there's a ton of games that are still to be announced, which is unfortunate. Um, COVID-19 has splurged through college football. Tons ahead. Uh, we saw Nick Saban, Nick Saban get COVID last week. I believe the Texas uh, football head coach got covid um, Todd, no, not Todd Herman, but uh, forgot what his name was. But I believe he got it. Um, tons of players and coaching, coaching staff has come down with it, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it's it. This 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 season's gonna be a, still a very very strange one in college. It's, I believe they have to they have to up the the cleaning and the protocols that they take for COVID because clearly whatever they're doing is not working. Um, but getting to some games this weekend, the number nine ranked Penn State takes on Indiana. We get our first look at both these teams this season. Uh, Penn State, the Nittany Lions. Oh, Trace McSorley. <laughs> if you guys ever heard of that Trace McSorley song, that thing is that kind of what's going around uh, football right now is that Trace McSorley song. Um, Journey Brown, though, for Penn State will be out for a while, uh, which is unfortunate. That dude, Penn State just builds running backs above that are like exactly six foot and have the biggest legs of all time you will ever see. Um, Journey Brown, Miles Sanders, Saquon Barkley, just to name a few. Um, I believe Penn State should win this game easily. Um, Indiana doesn't really provide any, any threat to Penn State, but Penn State is. A very inconsistent football team in general ever since uh, 
Trace McSorley and uh, Saquon Barkley left there. Um, Michigan and Minnesota will be the nightcap if the if that game plays. Um, Michigan making its debut again this week under coach Jim Harbaugh or yeah Jim Harbaugh. Very hard to confuse both those um, Harbaugh brothers. Uh, Justin Fields and the Ohio State University take on Nebraska. I love Justin Fields as a quarterback and as a prospect in general. I believe he should be in the same sentence as Trevor Lawrence. Um, Justin Fields is faster than Justin Lawrence or Trevor Lawrence. They both got huge arms. They're very they're very uh, similar uh, quarterbacks in my opinion. Um, obviously, once the draft starts to nearby, I'll start getting more into uh, more into the players and their and their stock. Maybe at the end of this uh, at the end of this semester, maybe around December, I'll get more into that. Um, yeah, Justin Fields, I believe he's going high. I saw I saw something for Trevor Lawrence saying that um, he wouldn't be playing, or he should he should opt out of the NFL draft so he doesn't have to play for the Jets. And I'm all for that, if I'm being honest. Um, I don't want him playing for Adam Gase. I don't even want Sam Darnold playing for Adam. I don't even want freaking Joe Flacco playing for Adam Gase. Um, I believe Trevor Lawrence, I don't know what he's going to do. It's very hard to have him to have a player opt out of the draft. I don't think we've seen that since maybe Eli Manning. I, th- I believe he did that. That's the last player that comes, or the first player that comes to buy. But I wouldn't want to play for Adam Gates in the Jets either. That dude's going to, he's going to ruin Trevor Lawrence's career. I mean, no one wants to see that at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even, the football team might be going for a, uh, for a quarterback. We don't really know what they're going to be doing there. Um, same with the Giants. Who knows if they want to keep Daniel Jones. The Giants did just drop a game to the Eagles last night. Um, hate to see it. I really wanted the Giants to win that game. Just because of how much I don't, I'm not a fan of, uh, how much I'm not a fan of Carson Wentz. Um, now getting into the World Series a little bit. Obviously, the Dodgers came back from that 3-1 deficit against the San Diego, uh, not not the San Diego Padres, the uh, Atlanta Braves to make the World Series. Rays almost blew a 3-0 lead, but they made themselves um, a threat in this World Series. The series is now tied 1-1. Uh, Dodgers dominated Game 1. Rays dominated Game 2. Um, Dodgers definitely had their opportunities in Game 2. Probably should have won that game if they hit more with uh, runners in scoring position, but got to give credit where credit's due. Um, Tampa Bay Rays played a, a heck of a football game. Um, Blake Snell pitched a heck of a game, as well as that bullpen for Tampa Bay as well. Corey Seager continues to be Corey Seager. I, if the Dodgers win the World Series, Corey Seager's probably going to win NL MVP as well. It's probably too early to say who's going to win that MVP, but... Um, it's definitely going to be an interesting bout because they have so many football players or so many baseball players that are just very, very good on that team. Um, obviously, Bellinger, Betts, uh, Muncy, who's had a great postseason so far. I believe he's hitting 12 straight or 13 straight games. 
or he's got on base in that amount of games, um, which is just unbelievable to see. Um, obviously, the two gold glovers, Cody Bellinger got nominated for a gold glove in center field. Mookie Betts got nominated in right. I believe Max Muncy needs to get nominated for one. I feel like this man is a very, he's a very, very above average defender, but he just doesn't get the recognition he, des- he deserves, mostly because he's probably switching positions so often. I know he played a lot of second base last year, and he's still very good there. Um, he played uh, he played mostly first base this year, which is good to see because uh, I know Cody. I really liked watching Cody Bellinger at first base, but he just brings. I think he just impacts the team more in center field. Um, obviously, last year he he uh, he dislocated his shoulder, which is why he's moved to center field full time. Um, saw him dislocate that shoulder again in game in game seven of the uh, NLCS. He was bumping uh, bumping bows with uh, Kike Hernandez. Glad to see them finally switch up their celebration routine. Dodgers have three more games to win the World Series. I swear, if, if the Dodgers do not win the World Series against this race team, again, we're paying all this money to lose to a team that has one of the lowest payrolls in baseball. Um, I, I'll just be very, very, very disappointed. Wouldn't be mad to see the Rays win it at all. They've never won a World Series in their history, but they're a very good team, very good pitching team. Brandon Lau. Uh, might finally be back, which is a good sign for the Rays and bad sign for the Dodgers. One other thing I'd like to mention too about this series is I hate the, I haven't been a fan of the way the Dodgers uh, micromanage their their game, especially Game Two. Um, with a guy like Tony Gonsolin who started that game, it's just so hard for a guy. For a pitcher to come in for only that amount of time when he's been throwing about five, six innings every, like every single start this year. And just because he gives up one mistake doesn't mean you have to take him out. Sure, he gave up a home run. He even he even walked a guy the same inning he got taken out. But it, it was just – it just I just feel so bad for him. And it just kind of shows like Dave Roberts doesn't really have trust in Gonsolin at all. I get it's part of their whole game plan. They want uh, Gonsolin to maybe go two, then bring in Dustin May, and then start the whole bullpen strategy. But I guess the good thing is that they do get uh, games off between start or uh, days off between games. Uh, they had an off day yesterday. They're back at it again today on Friday. Um, Walker Buehler versus Charlie Morton today. That's going to be such a fun game to watch. Fortunately, I won't be able to watch the game today because you know work always comes first. Unfortunately. But uh, this World Series has been a good one. This playoffs in general has been a good one. I've had a I've had a joy watching this, watching these playoffs as well. Um, getting to some more NFL action games this weekend. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the uh, Eagles beat the beat the Giants on Thursday Night Football this week on a score of twenty two to twenty one. Now the Eagles lead their division at two wins, four losses, and a and a tie. So that's that's a thing still. Um, another game I'm very interested in this weekend is the Steelers and the Tennessee Titans. Um, two undefeated teams coming back at each other. One of these teams is going to go down. I feel like it's probably going to be the Titans, if any team, just because uh, how good that Steelers front seven is compared to the Titans. The Titans still have a very good defense, don't get me wrong, but 
Um, that Steelers defense is still too much for the Titans. Um, see, we're going to see how Derrick Henry plays against the Steelers team and how that O-line, that uh, Titan O-line does against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Cowboys and Washington, that's not an, even an interesting game at all. I was looking at these 10 a.m. games and see which see which one seems interesting for me to watch. And quite frankly, nothing really seems interesting to me besides that Steelers and Titans game. Bills and Jets, like, I like the Bills, but why, why would I want to watch the Bills obliterate the Jets? Like, that's not going to be fun. Panthers and Saints... Panthers are a very boring team to watch, in my opinion. Um, kind of same with the Saints. Saints are always on primetime football, which is probably why they're not as fun to watch for me. Um, Drew Brees just, I don't know. Drew Brees just doesn't do it for me right now. Um, Teddy Bridgewater, neither. Uh, if they had Christian McCaffrey, I'd be all in on that game. I, don't, I just don't want to watch Drew Brees dump it off to Alvin Kamara every single play. Uh, Michael Thomas isn't playing as well, which is another reason why I probably won't watch this game. Um, Packers and Texans as well. Um, uh, Aaron Rodgers got obliterated by the by the Buccaneers last week. Um, I believe that score was like thirty-eight to ten or something. They literally scored all. They got they got they went on a 38-0 run. The uh, the Buccaneers did. Even got Gronk involved a little bit. The tight ends got involved. You'd never see that coming out of the Buccaneers. Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers just struggled mightily for whatever reason. Um, every quarterback's going to have those 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 type of weeks. It'll be it's nothing big. If you're a Packers fan, nothing nothing big to look out for. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Texans lost last week. That's going to be an interesting another interesting game. Um, Texans probably tanking the season. They don't even have their first-round draft pick this year. <laughs> it's in the hands of the Miami Dolphins, which are going to be lethal for the next next couple years. Um, this this is a game that intrigues me. The Cleveland Browns and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Bengals have been a fun team to watch for me, just because on the on the offensive side of the ball, as I mentioned earlier. Um, Defense obviously won't give you much. I believe they got they got Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap back, but um, I wouldn't be shocked to see them pull this win off over the Browns at all. Um, in fact, I will take the Bengals to defeat the Browns. Bengals have been playing good football late. Browns not so much, just because they are. I believe the record. Because like, what what good teams have the Browns beat this this year? Let me try and look this up very quick. Without having you guys wait too long. Um, yeah, the yeah, Browns is not a very good team overall. First and rushing, that's actually pretty interesting to see. Um, considering they don't even have Nick, they haven't had Nick Chubb and they won't have him for a while. Um, Lions and Falcons go at it this weekend. Not interested in that. Raiders and the Buccaneers. Now, this is going to be a very entertaining game. A 105 start. That's weird, but, uh, all right. Um, the Raiders literally just put their entire offensive line on the COVID on the COVID list, and I, by entire offensive line, I mean not joking, the entire offensive line, because apparently Trent Brown got COVID, and, and they were surrounded by Trent Brown a lot, so they're like, all right, let's just put our whole team on the COVID list. Um, 
Buccaneers, I still like watching them. They have a very underrated defense, in my opinion. They have a very good run defense. Um, pass defense played very well last week. They got a couple interceptions, a couple fumbles on Aaron Rodgers, which is obviously very good to see. As for Sunday Night Football, I believe they just moved this game. Yeah, uh, Seattle Seahawks and the Arizona Cardinals will be on Sunday Night Football on NBC. Um, they did just move this game, like I just said, to uh, uh, Sunday Night Football. Um, I, I'm not complaining. I love watching. These are two of my favorite quarterbacks in the league to watch, Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray, respectively. Um, Cardinals killed it last week. That was fun to watch. They're such a fun team to watch. I don't see a lot of Isaiah Simmons on that on that defense. I don't know what they're doing with him, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and pay a lot of attention to this game and see what the Cardinals are doing with Isaiah Simmons. Um, then I'll update you guys next week um, about – because I know – um, there's a ton, a ton, a ton of rookies playing better than Isaiah Simmons. He, I don't even think he has above like 15 tackles this year. And I see like all the, um, because I follow the Panthers on social media, so I see all these Panthers fans are like, "Oh, we're so, I'm so glad we took Jeremy Chin over, over, uh, over Isaiah Simmons." And I'm like, "Dude, it's like a couple games into the season." They don't really know how to use it. I believe he's playing safety instead of linebacker. That's probably why his production's not up. Um, as for the Monday, Monday Night Football, uh, Chicago Bears take on the Rams. That's going to be a good one to watch. Um, the Bears are another one of those boring teams to watch. I like watching the Rams a lot, depending on how consistent the Rams are. They're, 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 they're either to give you like six points or like 28 points. Which is a bit interesting to watch, but uh, yeah, we'll see how uh, this week in the NFL goes. Hopefully, no new injuries. Uh, we are out of time for today. Again, I'm your host, Cameron Osborne. Uh, thank you for tuning in to True Sports Radio here on uh, OC Rock Radio. Uh, feel free to tweet me at True Sports OC. Um, again, that uh, Twitter account is at True Sports OC. I will uh, talk to you guys again next Friday at 5 o'clock on OC Rock Radio. But in the meantime, take care of yourselves, take care of your loved ones, and peace and love.